Metronome should go off. That should stay red. Can't hear any feedback. We're on. Excellent. Here we are. Sorry, everyone. I'm really late. Not that you know in Podland, but. Look, first of all, welcome our guests, Callum. Thanks for having me, Bruce. Not at all. It's a thanks for coming. We're always yeah. very pleased with guests, especially really worrying with Callum, because I listened to your last podcast. When did you do that? I did it last Monday. I don't do podcasts, no. really, but when I do them, I, I try to make them worthwhile. For fresh, well, that, you know. this isn't going to be worthwhile, Callum. It's going to be a massive waste of your time, but thanks for coming. You're selling it well, it, 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 We've got listeners but they know what's they know what's coming so they're ready to be underwhelmed steve are you with us you good busy, to be back no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm here in spirit you're here got your I'm quite literally in spirit well done you so good so obviously lots to talk about this week not all of it good and there's no avoiding it the structure is callum we do start with the weekend if you want to press that button keep the heat on and um Actually, no, we won't start with the weekend because first of all, we should introduce you because you're kind of like an almost a famous Burnley supporter, aren't you? You're the kind of, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, I've been going to Burnley since 1993. Yeah. Um, I've been to 79 league grounds across England, so I've followed them in all four divisions. I've seen a lot for support, um, but I've also probably in recent years become probably a bit more demoralised by modern football and what it actually is and what it represents. So, so what you become an Arsenal supporter? No, um, definitely not. <laughs> I can't argue that tomorrow. I have to interject here because if there's any fans who are berating their club at the moment, it is not the Arsenal fans. Yeah, but we're, yeah, but we're berating right up until if we scrape a win against Villa tonight, will we flip back again? We don't stay. There I think the atmosphere at Stamford Bridge is covering any other fan from being accused of being hostile. Pretty ugly on Sunday. We'll come back to that. But I should say that's weird. Callum's. Good that you come on, you're here because you're kind of long-standing, way predates me on the Monday Night Football group. Yeah, I, I used to play in that game when I was a teenager, yeah. really, and even before that, and in truth, I used to play in it drunk, yeah. and I, I think about that now, and I think... You're like a, you're like a pre, pre-Harry pre I knew a player. bit. I knew a bit about what it was like to be George Best or Gavage. I, mean, I, I thought you were going to say Paul McGrath. Yeah, say. Paul McGrath was a good example. You just turn up, have a few drinks, and... Well, we, you played, uh, we only played about three games together... I, yeah. I think you were pretty sober in those ones, but you know Harry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's basically that's him. He turns yeah. up. He either turns up pissed or hasn't been to sleep for three days, or he turns up hungover, which is probably the worst he plays. Actually, he's better off. He's, he's a good player, but you know. You've got to kind of rate people who do that. Do you know? Yeah, They've got to make characters. To them. Okay, she's got. I mean, we haven't heard from Harry. I should say Harry's normally on this, but well, half the time he's on this podcast. It's not very reliable, Harry. Funnily enough. But he's not here with a shame because you could, have, you could have compared notes on drunk football. But he's we've not heard from him. He went to Thailand. I'll tell you what I mastered doing, by the way, in that yeah. Monday Night Football game, drunk. Yeah. Is I mastered not moving and yeah. just sitting in defence. And holding. And playing. Like, I used to get Nathan, who you know well. Yeah, yeah, way. yeah. I used to get Nathan out on the right wing. I used yeah. to go, Nathan, I'm going to play long cross field balls to you every time for my left foot. You just look for them, and then I'm going to sit here and do nothing. We'll take it easy. And I actually, a couple of times I've done it, I got told I was man of the match, even though I'd (laughs) not really done anything. So it obviously went all right. Yeah, but exactly. Keep it simple. It's like like Makaleli role, really. Right. Probably service to Makaleli. No, you're right. Legend, Chelsea. So, weekends. First things first. Let's just go through our weekends. Um, 
Do you want to go first, Steve? Shall we do your cultural weekend first, and then we'll do my cultural weekend was weekend. actually very low key. Really? Decided to not go to the Liverpool game on Sunday, and mistake. Partially at the whim of wanting to stay in a relationship. Oh really? Um, so Sunday was pretty much a Miranda around Covent Garden eating too much and and buying things we don't need. What no? Korean no Korean, no culture, no museums, and more importantly, no Emirates Stadium. No, I've had to stick all week saying that I deliberately stayed away on the assumption Arsenal would get turned over. Well, yeah, I've got a bit previous on that. I, I, must, I, I must have stayed yeah. away from Stamford Bridge. Look, we have um, dominated Liverpool for the last four or five games, three or four games at least, and not got the result. Well, so I, I, I was quite confident Saturday. I Sunday. You've, you've only beat them t- up till, I think that was up till Sunday. You've only beat them twice in like 17 games. Is that right? Uh, it's not great. It's it like this I mean, mental block of... Small. I mean, I know... Well, yeah, they're not that good. Arsenal Liverpool games always seem to have a lot of goals, though. Yeah. It always seems to be a high-scoring yeah. game. Two or three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Sunday's Sunday's showpiece couldn't have been quite more comical. Yeah. I mean, some very poor goal. We'll get back to that because we'll, we'll come back to got that. find out what you guys okay, did for you. We're going to talk about comical games. I think I can win that. We, we are really just therapy for Bruce <laughs> to get his Chelsea angst. I've got anything. I don't hang around with the misery, especially at the moment where it's hardly unexpected. Callum, how about you? Did you have a good weekend? It's all right. I mean, look, I, I think. To be honest, I think there's an acceptance that we're relegated. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I think, look, if you Ooh. can't beat Fulham at home from our position, not that Fulham aren't a good team, but if you, if you can't beat Fulham at home, you're down. But you're not um, out We're eight you? points off safety. Oh, are you? Yeah. And See, I've done my research. We've only won three games. So, yeah. you know, you're not... Not good, Unless we get a serious run going pretty soon, we're done. Who's managing you now? Who? Company. company. Uh, where course, where are you on the company front? Has he bought credit? Or? No, I, I think um, he won't get sacked solely because of last season. But the truth is that we spent over 100 million in the championship. Um, yeah. And any team that spends 100 million in the championship should go up. Right. You know, it's not hard to go up if you spend that amount of money. Yeah. Regardless of the amount of players you've lost. Yeah. We've also spent over 100 million pounds in the Premier League this summer and plus this winter. And effectively, we've got 12 points from uh, as a return. Now, yeah. all I'm saying is, if he was a Neil Warnock type manager, he'd be getting, he'd be out the door by now, right? Yeah. He's only really surviving right now, in my view, because of the credibility of Previous. who he is, yeah, yeah, yeah. plus the style of football. But you know, in essence, um, growing up as a fan, look, it's been very exciting to watch a lot of it, especially last season. But yeah. growing up as a fan, we weren't really born on this idea that Burnley passed the ball around and. We were born on hard work, dedication, spirit, togetherness. Hobnail boots. Few elbows. Hobnail few, boots. Few boys. headbutts. Do you know what I mean? Like, my heroes growing up were all feisty players who like to get stuck in, not not all this sort of prancing around. Actually, was, that, was the story about the sheet of steel almost taking somebody's head off? Was that a Burnley that Mark told us? Oh, good question. She, no, she, I think it was that. It was a previous podcast. They, well, if it wasn't Burnley... It might have been a Reading or a QPR. No, it was up north. It was definitely up north. Basically, oh, maybe it was Blackburn. He was watching... Yeah, it might be. It might basically, been he was watching a game with a mate. It was a previous guest. And he was saying, what's the most unexpected thing you've seen? Up? Basically, a sheet of the corrugated steel roof came off into the... went into the pitch and stuck in, just missed a player. And all that happened was the linesman picked it up and threw it at the sign they carried on playing. <laughs> it wasn't like, could another sheet do that? It was quite funny. I'm sure, I'll have to check. It might have been... It wasn't Burnley, it was that sort of. I feel like Blackburn area. is. Or Blackburn. Sticking in my head now. 
Blackburn now I have got a story about Burnley and it is the story I've mentioned before about going to Blackburn away Mourinho's first season Wednesday night in January or February did you win the league that year? it was yeah. the year we won it and we, I went because I thought and actually Ferguson said we've already bored people this Ferguson said Chelsea don't like going up north in winter in the My middle games, of the week yeah, and yeah. exactly and he's quite right yeah. it was you know, soft southerners fold. so we went up there about 6,000 Chelsea supporters there but as I was going into the ground into this car park it was Burnley I couldn't work out what the fuck was going on but they were up in the bushes just insulting Blackburn supporters calling wow. them um, and I thought is going on and I looked into it a bit and realised that's the rivalry isn't it that's the big local rivalry Burnley yeah and, and there are only three derbies in Britain where yeah. the away fans have to travel on organised coaches by the police organised by the police it's Burnley Blackburn is it Southampton Pompey and Cardiff Swansea they're the only three good knowledge I think, I think Newcastle this Sunderland. year someone else did it um, I think it was Newcastle Sunderland that right. cut, but yeah. normally they don't do it. But the, the whole point is that in in derbies where the two teams are in the same city, yeah. it's impossible to do it. Yeah, because you might have someone who lives in Richmond who's going as a Tottenham yeah. away fan to yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You couldn't do it in a big city. Whereas in two towns, you can kind of make people go to the town. And it, yeah, and then get on a coach to go to the other town. And it's and it's. Yeah, it's manageable. And if it's a 10 to 15... I mean, I was laughing because I thought, that's that's impressive. They basically made the trip over because they know there'll be a load of Blackburn sports and they're just insulting. I've got mates at Burnley who live within 50 metres of Blackburn's ground and every time we play Blackburn, they have to come from Blackburn to Burnley to go to coach, to go back to Blackburn. Hang on, they're not allowed to just go into the ground? No, 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 because you're not allowed to enter the away section without having been on one of the coaches. Proving that you are. No, because you're not allowed to... There's no in and out of the away bit. It's literally... It's like a cordon. It's like having a sort of open, closed-off section that they can't get anywhere near. <coughs> good old days, isn't it? The eighties and nineties. Exactly. We regularly, just get away with it. out of their way. You just get away with what you want. You know, you're stuck in Tottenham's end because they had Dutch mates complain about the view who put them and about five Chelsea balls in the tournament. Yeah. We don't want to be here. We have to be ushered back round again. Anyway, good. I can't believe hostile derbies and no one mentions Brighton versus Crystal Palace. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a nasty one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's meant to be quite... Actually, quite nasty, yeah, but they're not... It's not in the same league, is it, as those sorts of rivalries. It's always one of those rivalries that you don't remember until kick-off. Yeah. But you it's also of. an intriguing one because it's one of them where you don't really know where it stems from. <laughs> I do. It's because they really cross about the bird wars of seagulls and eagles, and that's why they don't like each other. I heard it was something to do with the FA Cup in 1974 <laughs> or something. Utter bullshit. I've laid that off. The that strange is thing is, is that the eagles seagulls. sort of right and seagulls rivalry is still more believable than the carrier bag one that wolves are meant to have with West Brom. Do you see that? The, no. I, th- I think it's the wolves fans say that West Brom looked like a Tesco bag. So West Brom hit back by saying you look like a Sainsbury's bag. So when they played in the FA Cup, all the Wolves fans were holding up Sainsbury's carrier bags. Joking. That's uh, brilliant. It's pretty strange, right? That, is that, that was quite good entertainment that week on the TV. When the was, game got stopped. Yeah. It was a bit of sort of like, you know, the whole thing went into a bit of madness for 10 minutes. And you thought, this is like the old days. Days. Kind of I mean, really, really, we were saying, we were going to talk about it last week, but forgot because we're professionals. And Am I the only one that wanted the cameras to show? I was like, why are they... Why are you, why are you panning off? I don't that's really their the new panel. I exactly. That's the new policy, and I remember it changing because I, of course, I'm older than you two, and I can remember when it was absolute fucking mayhem, and there'd be games. You know, Millwall would just riot before games started, and he, and, and of course the camera's great telly. Everyone's watching it, and also somebody said, 
think this might be encouraging them because they, all of a sudden, and I think it was after like a really big disaster like Heysen or something, they stopped showing the violence because they they just said it wasn't Well, also what was happened was in the late 80s, early 90s, mm. you had Heysel and Hillsborough and Thatcher decided she wanted to take on yeah. football fans, right? Yeah. And so you had those three things happen, plus CCTV came in, yeah. banning orders came in. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are involved and the truth is a lot of them would say that in the 80s, you could get away with a £30 yeah. pound fine yeah. and you'd get out of the nick within three hours. Yeah, right? yeah. And suddenly it became, if you're thrown, if you're found on camera, you get three or five years in jail, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it changed got, well, the game it was really, why a lot of people, you know, it became a much different... It's, and now, thing. you don't, very occasionally, Liverpool will be leaving our ground, they'll have won, they'll be really screaming, and somebody will punch him, and within seconds, to be fair, it's quite impressive, in seconds, you know, five huge policemen on top of him, and of course, all, everyone's filmed it, so the, the well, both, I mean, they're both filmed. We, you know, we'd be lying here. if we didn't admit there are still organised firms around. Yeah. It's just much smaller scale, normally away from grounds, mm. and more organised than it yes. was. You know, in the eighties, it was more carnage that just came from anywhere. I went to Millwall last week to watch Millwall. You love a bit of Millwall. Don't I you? love it. I think Millwall have got that old-fashioned thing about it. They never change. I went to watch Millwall Preston last week and yeah. I found it very interesting because, I mean, firstly, in the section of the ground I was in, there was about 5% who watched the game. You know, they're all just chatting to Oh, I see. They're just, or, or they're just social. looking at the Preston fans. Yeah, taunting. The, re- the referee makes a bad decision in their minds even though they haven't seen no. it. And they just start, the yeah. abuse comes straight yeah. away. But I think there's something interesting about these football clubs that refuse to change yeah. it's like you know Bermondsey as an area is quite an interesting area yeah, 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 it yeah. is kind of an old fashioned area of London that yeah. hasn't but, changed yeah. the country. reason they're like that is that it was old old, old dockers mm. and they were salt of the earth or nutters depending on how you look at it but yeah that's the way they are I mean we used to there's an element of your support that we would yeah. refuse to change yeah. so, you know, they're, not, they're still there the club could become this uh, global thing well you still will you yeah. saw a bit of it on Sunday there was nothing pleasant about what was being said on Sunday but funnily enough I think I said this before but I was a kid with little knowledge who I go to Chelsea with now we went to school together Slough Town drew Millwall in the cup so we were all little Chelsea oiks so oh, yeah we'll go to that we'll go to the game so we didn't I don't think they even got to the ground the riot had already started and little knowledge got there early and went into the Millwall end and they, they sort of busted him, they could tell him, yeah, yeah, yeah. swatty little grammar school kid. So he said, well, you're not Millwall. And he goes, no, he said, what are you doing in there? He said, well, I think it's safer here than over there. And they oh, nice one, mate. And then after they got bored waiting for the game to start, so they ran across the pitch, chased the Slough Town supporters down. And I was getting in, coming up to the ground, and they're all running the opposite direction. And so they're chasing us. So they ran, we thought it was superb. I mean, we didn't, we were kids, we were going to be okay, really. We were too young to be bother them but you're right I think that old school and yeah Chelsea's going to have a little bit of it but like, I've been up to Rangers a few times right and uh, what I find very interesting about that is like it's you go to Ibrox you go to the Loudon Tavern outside yeah. Ibrox and it's like I could go back there in 30 years and I know it will be exactly the same because yeah, yeah, yeah. none of these people ever change their philosophy they'll never change no. their culture and I think that in a way there's something charming about that that you know that yeah. these people just have their way of their it's, identity, their way of it's in the set. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, exactly. If you just slightly overlook the dubious bigotry, bigotry, yeah. <laughs> which obviously one. comes with the territory, <laughs> which we saw, which you can quite easily. No difficulty with that. Well, I'm but, sure I've read this week that they're. Um, yeah. I might have made it up. Did they, I'm sure. I think I've read that they're making Football Factory too, which mm. it has nothing to do with Bruce going up Kentish Town at 2 a.m. on his line bike. 
looking. That was that was just a night out. Nothing it's to do with out. football. That one. That was no no Man City fans involved. No, there wasn't. But, I mean, yeah. Football Factory was a great phenomenon film at the time. Yeah, it was it, astonishing. When I was a teenager, I yeah. was fourteen when yeah. it came out. Oh, were really? you? So we all, you know, come out and we all thought, right, we've got to get a Stone Island jumper. We've got, like, you, you know, it was at the time. If you were a teenager, it was a massive thing that. Are they Not making the sequel, or have I just? They're making out? a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Are they? Andy Dyer and Nick Love are doing it at the moment. Yeah. Are they? And it's all based on the usual commercial. What's that sort West of Ham, thick, like f- football <clears throat> care home? Because actually, to be the fair, beach. your point about the Chelsea sports haven't haven't changed. They are my age. They are like fifties. Yeah, yeah. They are basically yeah. from the eighties, and they kind of you see them still going. They'll see if they get a hint of trouble. Chelsea, you see them limping over the, towards the reason, I, the reason I think Chelsea's interesting is that Chelsea as a club has a real mix of fan base. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, a sort yeah. of really wealthy fan yeah. base for Chelsea. And then the there's locals. this really working class kind of... Yeah, they're coming from and, the And birds. also with the way that yeah. Chelsea as a club has transitioned from being the shed yeah. type club to this sort of mega corporate club. I think the, the sort of transition for that fan base has been quite interesting to watch as yeah. well because the away support is still very much that kind of old school yeah. Chelsea on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Whereas yeah, the yeah. home support is probably much more kind of same Man United. You know, yeah. Man United's away support. Is it, it's exactly, and yeah, you go. We don't. Funnily enough, given where we are, Scott, my big brother, yeah. he's got. We've got four seats. Here. Scott, big brother's got one. Me, my little brother's in Geneva. He used to have one. Little Nigel Pierce. Scott messaged last week. Guess what? What about Villa away for the replay? I was going, <laughs> but a little bit of me, the little childish nineteen-year-old thought. Yeah, that'll be a trip, and you know exactly who will be going from Chelsea to that game, and they will be up for it completely. And the last time I did that sort of game was, funny enough, away to Birmingham City in the FA Cup wow. replay, and that was because they just sacked another manager, and the risk was we were going to have the fat Spanish waiter in, and basically we spent the whole we did win the replay, but we spent the whole time saying how little we wanted the fat Spanish waiter, and it was great. It was great at party atmosphere, um, but. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think they're going to, as we were saying earlier, Poch cannot go because we can't basically afford to sack him, even though you've got a theory about this, haven't you, about Poch? I think he wants Poch to get sacked. You think he wants out? Well, I used to think that was Mourinho's trick. It's definitely Mourinho's trick. Everywhere he goes, yeah. Mourinho thinks I've got two years here. Allegedly. Which you probably say. But Mourinho strikes yeah, me as someone that would come to the podcast to put us straight. <laughs> he won't be listed. No, exactly. He won't be listed. I'm, you know, he's got he gets, time on his He has a five year contract right. and he knows he's got two years everywhere he goes. And then he knows he's leaving, right? So, so he all he does money. is halfway through the second year, he'll have a good first year, Roma, yeah, win the Conference always. League, they've won their first trophy yeah. however long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Halfway through the second year, the owner's not giving me enough money. You know, the defenders are crap the, the referees are all terrible yeah. suddenly Roma have got an issue do we, what do we do and you think Poch he's is kind of doing a similar game he's learned he's learned he's starting he's he certainly said some things this week yeah. where you're like oh okay that's quite interesting well, I, 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 to be fair to him I know why should I be shambles on Sunday but of course whilst I saw I did John I did to my shame sing along to you're getting sacked in the morning just because I like the humour so hold, oh, hold on so we are glossing over is this the Chelsea fans singing yeah, to their own yeah what happened manager? and this literally Piers was there he goes you know what's going to happen now because we're like yeah as you know I think by the way this was 4-1 he goes what they're going to sing now nasty wolves thugs having a great time but I quite like the Sainsbury story but they were going mentally they're going to sing you're getting sacked in the morning and he goes and then this bit because we're in the Matthew Harding lower will join in and he absolutely right. Exactly that happened. They started singing it, and the Matthew Harding moments just joined in. Because you were thinking, well, yeah, this is 
terrible. I mean, well, I felt a little bit sorry because what I actually had was got a really neat goal because despite all our shit buys, Cole Palmer is brilliant and he will be, you know, if he wants to go far with us, Man City will probably buy him back and he'll be world class. But what was interesting, we went a goal up and then um, they scored within a minute and it was a sort of calamity goal. It's a bit like the goals at Arsenal. It was just lucky may arguably shit keeping but not mm. really it was just a fluky goal but but the disappointing thing is then, then we lost it we totally lost our shape our belief the nerves went the crowd started getting agitated and it was weird well, it's quite interesting because there's already rumours this week that Fernandez yeah, what's the would be up for leaving I mean obviously we don't know how true this is but it's almost like not having a good scouting system and buying buy any it. player that yeah. your rivals want. Not that you haven't properly looked at. Hasn't into. worked. It's almost like <laughs> just buying anything. It's almost like, well, who, do, who are they going on? Oh, well, let's buy them. Exactly. Right? Who do us? And I wonder if the Arsenal were bright enough to just say, they're a bit shit, let's pretend we're going to buy them, because then Chelsea will buy them, and it'll be one Well, I always had a theory that Man City did that. Oh, really? They yeah, I always felt show. like they suddenly put in random bids for players that they never... Like Harry Maguire. What? So I don't think they were ever going to really so buy Man United Maguire, But Man United go higher, <laughs> spend all their money. I feel like we've kind of fallen for it with Jesus and Zinchenko. We got them a bit cheaper, but I think Jesus is clearly not, not a scorer. Not, not the player. And Zinchenko's never fit. Right, so. let's go. OK, let's go. With, oh, I mean, you know, well, listen to this podcast Kevin, but it's very structured and very I listen to one like, yeah. I listen to that's one. very good of you thank you very much that's more than a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> more than Harry but he's in it so the good so the weekend so I let's just go through the weekend games Burnley what, what actually was it did, did you, we were 2-0 down I was Fulham and Drew to all um, so that's but, good though surely that's no it's not for... because if you've got 11 points at this stage in the season you have to beat Fulham at home. Look, it's simple maths, right? Mm. Luton in this situation right now would have beaten Fulham at home, right? Yes. Yeah, they are starting to look good, aren't they? They're a good team. And yeah. look, by the way, I think the big thing in the Premier League is you can spend as much money as you want. Mm. If you don't have a kind of structure and a relegation yeah. scrap mentality, yeah. you're not staying up unless you've got real, real quality. Yeah. Right? And the truth is, like certain seasons, teams like West Ham have just got just about got away with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they've got enough talent just to get them out of the yeah. at different times. But if you don't, Everton have, have that, scraped through a few times. You know, Villa a few years ago when Greenish was there, mm. they, I think they stayed up on the final day. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. terrible in terms of their mindset and togetherness. What we've got right now is we've got pretty, I'd say, average talent, and we've got pretty yeah. average togetherness and spirit. Yeah. Right, yeah. Luton have got average talent plus Barkley. Yeah. Um, yes. And they've got a great togetherness. He's spirit, playing well. He was good against us, actually. And, and actually, I like their manager. Yeah. You know, I think their managers. They've got great. that fullback as well, haven't they? Who looks quite tasty. Is it? It's not dirty, is it? It's the other guys. Oh, similar. Um, well, they've got Cabore on the right. I'm quite pleased actually because they were doing. They didn't start well, did they? They had a bad start, and you worried they were going to disappear. But now, I actually. Bizarrely, because I did check this earlier, we did beat Luton four-one. But I do remember watching and thinking. So that was a bit flattering actually they're all good they do it quite a lot, a lot better than that against us but so did you go did you go to did you go did no you go do you know what you were talking earlier about away games and you mentioned Villa and the club yeah, and yeah. before the new year I went to every away game in the Premier League this season bar one right so I've done every I went to Luton away actually. all Burnley's away games you bar went to? one I didn't go to Newcastle now nah, this is interesting because obviously you don't live in Burnley no is it almost, well, almost every away game is going to be easier to get to for you than Burnley? And also, is it because I'm one of the away supporters and they're always lively? Yeah, no, no, it's more just, 
it's like away trips are a way of hanging out with your mates and yeah. having a laugh. Yeah. The older I get, the, more, the less you really take the football as seriously as I would have done when I was younger. I, I don't come away from away trips thinking, oh, that defending at that last minute for their goal was terrible. I come away from thinking that was a laugh. And yeah. We had a good laugh. So you'd be fine. You'd so. be fine with us, Callum. We often miss a lot of chunks of a game. I'll come yeah, on to Chelsea. You away should now. come along. We've got a very good laugh. The older I get, that's the other thing. Because you mentioned in one of your notes that one of the subjects of this was about derbies and yeah. like, you know, rivalries. The older I get, the more I just feel. I used to hate teams, fans of other teams. I used to properly hate them. Yeah. And the older I get, the more I just feel like, do you know what? We're all the same. Like we it's all. Just, if, if you if you support your the team, luck of the draw, and you it? go yeah. everywhere following yeah. the club, yeah. I have respect for you. You've got more in common. No, you're right. I do because find that. I mean, whilst obviously, with the exception of Liverpool supporters, everyone else. You're right. In the end, they're very similar. done <laughs> by one because it's all accident who you end up supporting. I actually think as know. the as the I mean partially what you were saying earlier about the the way the game evolves, you can see fans dropping down the importance order when you've got an away fan suddenly hearing a tannoy, you know, you, your last train's been cancelled, <laughs> and you're you can kind of see that thing now where this dedication to going yeah very I mean I've got at least three mates this season who have bought tickets for home games for their respective clubs and they live in London ones an Evertonian for example right. one's a Newcastle fan and you know they, they buy the tickets as soon as they can they book the train tickets as soon as they can and, and then the game started. changes for TV yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're screwed you kind of, and you, you know, you've got a train ticket for Sunday now the game's a Monday night one of my sort of other sec- my other groups of chess sports is my group that go on our tickets there's another whole group I know one of them Sean he lives in, New- he lives in Newcastle he goes to every Chelsea home game and they've all got away mm. tickets as well, so they get season tickets. So they go to every game. And so, half, you know, probably almost every now that Southampton and Portsmouth have gone, that, this is all his longest trip because it's all, it's no yeah, it's, oh, it's Bournemouth. If you've got the sort of fanaticism around football, <laughs> I've found over the years that one of the big things of it is that you basically realise when you get older that you've sacrificed a lot <laughs> to wait for those moments that make it all worthwhile. Right? Exactly. And, Everywhere you go, every week, even when you're winning every week, yeah. by the way, there yeah, are many yeah, yeah. away games where you go, this was shit, or it was boring, who cares, or, 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 but there'll always be a magical something happened somewhere that makes you think, this is all worth it, right? Yeah. I, I think, well, the older I get, the more I think that with football, it's like, I honestly, I, I don't really go to the game anymore thinking, I don't get affected by results, no, it's just I, day out. I don't, even, even Gemma, my wife, who loathes football with a passion because I, because I care. Even she says he doesn't actually get that bothered. Yeah. I'll be at four minutes. The only game I've talked about this before that was like really bothered about was that semi final against Barcelona when they robbed us because the ref had been that bought. last minute goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the handballs. They had three handballs and not a single penalty. But funny you should say that because I guess I told this again before. But my little brother from Geneva he came over once and we were in the pub and we were going outside. It was like ten minutes before kick off and he goes, someone goes, what quick. Pints and chasers, and he says, "Are we? Are we not going to go to the game then?" And, he, and and someone says, "It's all about the social, Andy. It's all about the social." And he goes all whimsical, and he goes, "Yeah, that's right. It's all about the social." Because he come over from Geneva, and like he said, he said, "We'll do any event in Switzerland where people would miss the start of it just to have another drink." And he said, "But but you loved it, you know." That was, mm. And this is what you said. It is. We go. We've talked about it lots. And me and my mates 
shambles. We, you know, we've done gummy bears and mist lost the ground we've done all sorts of things but it's the we get to see each other we're all alleged adults we don't really get to see each other for three or four hours at a time anymore but I think one of the things it kind of overlooks those there's no way of saying this without sounding patronising but if you support a bigger club yeah an Arsenal yeah. city and currently yeah. now you kind of got to remember you're, you're going to be a grade A ticket for every club in the country so yes. you're always the most expensive ticket yeah you know, most clubs nowadays have that grading system. And oh, for the away games. But mean, for an away yeah, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always paying top whack if you're a top well, four, top six. If you're trying to go away, because yeah. the Premier League have limited away ticket prices to thirty pounds. Oh, so okay. you, you can't for all clubs. Yeah, yeah so you can't pay. You can't charge anyone thirty pound. Premier League. Are you still paying thirty quid? I haven't been away. Oh, you haven't been. Away I've been away since I think. Oh man, I think that's probably what Scott was getting at. I don't think we've been away since that Birmingham game, and that's Di Matteo, so that's twelve. Yeah. 2012. I mean, I could be wrong. It's definitely a dedication that. The thing I yeah. the thing I love about away trips for me is you see parts of England you've never seen. Yeah, no, I so love them. I've been to Rotherham. I've been to yeah. Stoke on a Tuesday. I've been to all sorts. What's of your favourite? That's the name of your. No, hang England. on, no, hang on. That's the name of your difficult second album. I've been to Stoke on a Tuesday. I mean, that's just <laughs> that magical place. It's a magical place. So yeah, what's your favourite ground from? Yeah, away. Obviously, Burnley's passion. But what no, about no. I mean, game? I mean, in terms of away games, um, favourite ground. It's a tough one, that because there's many that I've enjoyed. Um, I like old-fashioned grounds. I don't like yeah. this modern stadium. No. Right? So, hmm. There's no characters. We went to Luton this year. Oh, I think Luton's is a great You get to walk to between the houses. Oh, the way, I'm convinced the big reason they're going to stay up, potentially stay up, is that ground. Yeah. Because clubs are going there going, we don't want to be here. We want to get out of it as quickly as possible. You should have a camera in the away dressing room watching the players walk in going, what the fuck is this? You feel like that's one of the grounds where all the... Tricks from old, like no yeah. hot water yeah. and wet, wet towels. <laughs> wet towels. For me, it's not just about the ground; it's about the area. Yeah. So, like, if you're going for a day out somewhere, I like, for example, I really enjoy going to Manchester. I really enjoy going. Yeah, to I don't. Liverpool. I don't, mind Manchester. I don't actually mind Liverpool. I, I, I really enjoy uh, Newcastle. Is a great night. Yeah, yeah, like, great. yeah, yeah. Every time we go to Newcastle, um, whenever I go, I try and stay over. Because I think well, this would be a good well, night. Actually, you know? like the away Chelsea, but it's fun. Of course, ones from Newcastle, but all the others they do that. Yeah. I mean, also quite a long way Newcastle. Quite a bit back to your point, quite hard to get back from. <laughs> but there have been some magical ones in the lower leagues, like Hartlepool. And, uh, they yeah. are. There's some brilliant places. Hang on, like, Hartlepool. Oh, it's what, brilliant. What is that about that place? It's I have always been, freezing. Uh, it's just amazing. You know always their nick- you know their nickname as Monkey Hangers. You know why. <laughs> That a ship, a Spanish, allegedly a Spanish or French ship sank, and it was during the, the time of the Armadas and everything. It sank, and a load of, um, they, and it had monkeys on it, and they swam across, and they thought they were Spanish, and therefore Spanish spies. So they hung the monkey, thinking it was a Spaniard, in Hartlepool. So the Newcastle and Middlesbrough call the monkey. <laughs> just to imply. But I had been went there. The, I mean, to be fair to Hartlepool, it was 25 years ago, and I was thinking. 
these places the end there's no no one's going there by accident you've had to go there it's the end of every road it's good that we've got such a recent reference <laughs> I, I like it's probably like got a lot better no I loved it I mean I love going there those places but it's that everyone hates I like them, like, well no I didn't hate them another one. Middlesbrough's well, another one it's similar one. it's just like the road isn't it no but I mean it's another one where it's like the end of the road yeah, no yeah exactly and they're on the end, right on the coast and, and they, they love themselves they love yeah. their town they've got a load of pride they're very friendly people and and they've got, I, I and they've all got like really that, serious yeah. drinking and drug issues as well. Yeah, but I just think they've got an interest in them that most people would never go and look at the place. Yeah. And you wouldn't go there if it wasn't for football. But I also kind no, of you're feel right. Like that, you're right. It yeah. puts you to places. It's exactly like Luton. No one's going to Luton Rotherham. for a day out. Rotherham. I feel like as you drop down the leagues, the the creativity in the stands is also better. Yeah. It seems to be funny, right? It just like well, the the, the humour, the chance. Yes. And the, it just feels like there's a connection that you don't get in. The car parks of modern Premier no, League grounds. No, you're right. And actually, that if you probably hit the nail there. The reason I support Chelsea is for that reason. We were a shite Division Two team when I was born, and the humour. I mean, it was in between beating each other up. If we couldn't get the way supporters, <laughs> we'd fight quite happily fight ourselves, like other ends of the shed. But also the humour and the things they say and do, not all repeatable, but fun. It was funny, and even mates said, "Yeah, all right." There. The, the nasty idiots, but that is quite entertaining. They're kind of the abuse they give to people themselves, each other, the other people. Well, well, and it's because they were crap. So it's sort of gallows humour, isn't it? That's the also, one of the big things about football, which is a kind of unspoken thing, is that a lot of people who would not talk anywhere near yeah. the way they do at football. Okay. They feel like they've got an open platform to yeah. talking whatever way they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football was the original Twitter, yeah, right. and and it is actually not like, it is. Yeah, it's it's like the, the it is the kind of original bastion of free speech. Football, isn't it? It's like people just turn up. Well, my my mate Elf works in advertising. I took him to I think it was his first game of football. I took him to Chelsea night game in the nineties. And he was there, and he, we were obviously pissed before we got in. He's going, oh, look at the colours. It was superb. He's going, oh, look at the colours. Because he's, he's an art director, you know, he's creative. He goes, that's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And the people behind just looking, up in front, just looking at me, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> and then, though, because he's a sort of Derek and Clive fan and everything, he starts, he goes, well, you can just shout anything you want here. And you can shout. Anything. Especially Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, like, and he goes, and he goes, look. so he's off. He's off. The abuse he's giving, but he's got it all wrong because he's sort of Derek and Clive, you know, you cunting ref and everything. He's just having a field day. He goes, it's crazy. It's like all social norms. It's just vanished. He goes, yeah. But again, there's a closeness to the pitch that sort of really it brings helps. that to life. It helps if you. I, I'm ashamed to say that I've been to the Emirates and seen a woman knitting. <laughs> Now you'd never have got that at Highbury. Yes, you would. You'd never yes, get. Yes, you would. Highbury. Highbury. Yeah, hundred percent. You do. Thousand percent. Yeah, the peace. The the I, I mean, the Emirates looks like a glorified the car peace, park. The quiet, the rustle of the observer. I, I, I think. Look, I think Arsenal have always had a good support. I, I, Arsenal's away support's always been good. I feel like Highbury. Highbury yeah. was what Luton have now. There was a real yeah. siege. You were going past residential houses to get to. I mean, they must have sometimes hated it because. I mean, it was a fantastic scene to see these hundreds yeah. and thousands of fans yeah. just suddenly going down a residential street, yeah. and then you make that turn, and you've suddenly got this stadium that yeah. you didn't see how it was going to fit there, and then you'd all pack in. It felt like you was on top of the pitch, yeah. and the Emirates, you can't, I mean, it would be interesting to see in hindsight if you was asking a fan to stay, be a mid-table, not really having the capacity and the money generated to compete, but you've got the hybrid atmosphere, or do you take the Emirates? Wait, hang on though. 
You've only been mid-table since you went to the Emirates, though. You were winning the league quite regularly at the Highbury, weren't you? Well, the, well that was largely because apparently we had to pay it off <laughs> £5 a week. Well, that that was some. a big promise of the yeah. Emirates, right? Was that yeah. they, they told the fans this that is, over time we were yeah. win lots of big But am I right? When well. did you move to the Emirates? You've not won the league. Have you won the league at the Emirates? No. No? no. Yeah. It's 20 years this year, isn't it? I mean, I think I feel... Good I've anniversary, take, I feel like I've taken, your, I feel I've taken your theory just sort of stamped on it in... In, the gutter, in what sense? Well, no, because the Emirates is like well, we train it because it, the reality is at Highbury in the modern game, there are players now we wouldn't be able to afford. And we'll so, definitely oh, yeah, say you're saying the financial because you've got all this financial thing. Capacity. And as um, you know, as mentioned, the all these promises to get us out of Highbury, mm. we were going to be the best. You know, competing against the very best. and actually most clubs when they move like top. Tottenham don't do very well. Tottenham didn't really move, did they? They, they just didn't. changed the direction no. of their stadium. No, but they put a new. St- it is a new stadium, but they haven't won anything there. It looks very American, though. Right? I mean, whenever I see, it, I just see the NFL side of it. It looks yeah. like NFL stadium. I've not got in there yet. The only thing I like, I like about Tottenham is the fact that they, and this will probably disappoint both of you, as Chelsea and Arsenal fans, yeah. but I like the fact they're still in that zone of that sort of. You know, Pretty intimidating area where the ground was. It hasn't. And it's still the area around. No, you're is, absolutely is, is still right. Still the same as it was. It's an absolute shit you, you kind of, you yeah. kind of, I kind of admire that. No, I, I do. And actually, I, I thought you were going to say, which I would also agree with. We play them. I can't get tickets because I think, funny enough, Chelsea supporters really like going away to Tottenham. Yeah, so yeah. very hard. They absolutely hate, each other, hate each other. So they love going. Yeah. So I've not managed to get into the new stadium. I've managed to get to the Emirates a few times actually because the same, it's not the same rival really, but. So when we see them is at Wembley, and they're nasty, angry, and I quite like that actually. I think they should be nasty and angry because we've got a lot to be nasty well, and angry there about. Is an argument, there is an argument that what is the point of rivalry if you don't have yeah. that kind of. But absolutely, I think we that, again we're kind of in a, uh, that is the excitement about it, right? We've got very lots of reminiscing, but back to the weekends. <laughs> so we're just briefly on the mm. touch of so Chelsea, obviously utter shite. Deep trouble, not a lot of love in the room. Like, I think we need it on record that for the remainder of this season, at the very least, you're not allowed to criticise any fans at any other club. Oh, no. Of the Scousers, because we're going to have to deal with them at Wembley. But the absolute you're good news You're not helping your viewing figures in Liverpool, are you? Hmm? You're not helping your viewing figures <laughs> in Liverpool. It's fine. Every five minutes. Actually, you can tell who... Actually, we can tell... You can tell who's downloaded it geographically. Yeah. I haven't actually ever checked the game from Liverpool's Because of Harry, because Harry's a massive Liverpool supporter. But like most Liverpool supporters, as we speak, probably locked up in a Thai prison for doing something unspeakable. He hasn't been seen since that Golden yeah, Buddha statue. very quiet. He was really? filmed singing the Klopp song in a sh- Buddha shrine, which we then put up on the Instagram account hoping that would get him arrested or at least flogged but he's gone missing the last time I saw him he was in a pool room first time I saw him well no lots of the times but I saw him in a pool room with Jordan who's paid for his ticket second time I saw him he's in the same pool room but two Thai could be women could be men but they were definitely there playing pool with them and God knows what else and that's the last we've heard I'm hoping I'm, I'm not going to comment on that because you know, it's not um, <laughs> It's not my best to really comment on that. <laughs> In the old days, I'd have been first no, to comment. But no, but no, you're right. Kind of you don't, like, I don't expect anyone else to go there. <laughs> I don't think there's much I'll, you can we'll say We'll often. upload the video and then we can make your own decision. But I've got a question for you, right? Because I watched the Arsenal-Liverpool game on Sunday. And until that game, I have to be honest, I never thought Arsenal had no. a chance of winning the league. No. 
I now think they've got a slight chance. Well, you what just want to hope City go. I mean, the problem is this, the City factory yeah. does hang over you because they know what they're doing, and every time you think they've done it too many times already, they do it again. Yeah. With Arsenal, I honestly didn't think we have enough goals in the team. Prior to, I think it was the Forest away game, the glimmer of hope I found was that last season we were phenomenal for two-thirds and then fell away. Mm. And if we happen to fall into doing that in reverse, where we're in the running and Saka starts scoring, Martinelli starts scoring, Odegaard starts scoring, why not? Mm. Well, I, exactly. I kind of agree. No, exactly. And I do genuinely, because I came. I actually got the end of the first half here. We came back from the Chelsea debacle. And it was great, because I was kind of... As I said, it doesn't bother me that much, like you, you know, a bit of shit. We kind of knew that before home, just didn't realise we were that shite not be able to beat the balls. But we got in here, and it was like, fantastic, because we got in just as Liverpool got their equaliser before half-time. They only become getting carried away, so they were cheering, and I was thinking, this could be promising now, then, if Arsenal turn this around, we can go with the Scousers, and sure enough... That second half, you know. I mean, what I would say great. is that there is... And, that, and Liverpool are a good side, I'd hate to say it, but they are a good side. That's not... They can I mean, still win the league. They yeah. can still I, I mean, they were really poor on something. Yeah, I think yeah. we've dominated them for a couple of games now. So to get that result, yeah. to come back from good for the, head the space, worst possible time to concede that goal yeah. in such a stupid yeah, fashion, yeah, yeah. to have yeah, overcome all of that, yeah. dare I say, I think Sunday we're at West Ham... And that game will say a lot more about us. It will because you lost to them. Because we lost to them this season already. Your yeah. Christmas fiasco. We lost two 0 at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, was the thing that I looked at and I thought was quite interesting is I think a lot of your away games left are quite tough. You've got City. You've still got to go to Old Trafford, I think. Well, it seems strange when fixtures are obviously fairly randomised. But it, I sound going to sound like an Arsenal fan. But it feels Some like fixed. our cluster of fixtures right. doesn't come with much in the way of a, a big break. Before you talk yeah. too much nonsense about, I'll oh, just be grumbling. You got to go Spurs as well. Do you want to? I'll go get a drink. What do you want? Oh, I'll stick to a bourbon and coke if you. Uh, bourbon and coke. Diet coke, coke, mate. Diet coke. Yeah. Keep, keep going, you lot. Let me get out of the way so that we don't interrupt your bar journey. Oh, I'm going to do that. You keep going. I'll tell you, I think because I've heard it so many times, Steve. If you just give Callum your full, well, he's heard it from every goon he knows. You know, I'm not sure about it. We should have got a defensive midfielder. Just but would you rather that I boo? Does that make you more at home? Um, no, I think um, it, yeah, it doesn't. It's a strange thing to pick on, but it doesn't feel like we've had, you know, like you, you play a Man City at home and then you get maybe Luton at home or a team that you should be confident of beating. It's quite patronising. I think the thing it just feels like we've always got this hard game around the corner. I think the, the thing these days, to be fair, is that I think the Premier League is, is more and more difficult in that there isn't a bad team. Like you, you go through the twenty teams in the league, I would argue that this season, Sheffield, who will probably finish bottom, I would say five years ago they might have survived with the squad they've got. Right, and that's how competitive the Premier League's got. It's, it is now much harder, I think. To I would definitely say, even with the managerial change. When you beat a Liverpool 3-1 at home, you would rather a Sheffield United at home next to just have that. Yeah. But we don't. I think we've got Man. We've got West Ham away, which yeah, is yeah. an awkward fixture for us. And then we've got Man City. The Premier League now, there isn't there isn't a game that you can just say go. We're going to win that. You know, it is now very hard to. It is hard to beat anyone. Like, these teams are more tactically. I think the Premier League is more developed tactically than any other league. That's why a lot of the top coaches come in, partly because of the money. 
but partly also because the tactical dimensions to it are more complex, I think, than most leagues. And I think that obviously Arsenal should beat Luton or Sheffield United, I don't think I'm wrong, but I think it is now. I think it's 15 years ago, when you went unbeaten that season, 20 years ago, I think there were games where people would have said before the game, there's no way Arsenal won't win this game. I don't think that's quite the case anymore in football. Yeah, I mean, I also think there's this air of sort of reputation or there's something that is very difficult to shake off if it's negative. For example, I remember Roy Keane used to say Man United were beating teams in the tunnel before a game. If you're playing Arsenal now, you know that they're probably going to need more chances to score than the average team. And if you can hang in there. And if you hang in there, much like Liverpool, even Liverpool did, Liverpool were hanging in there for that first half and then suddenly you get that goal. West Ham will think exactly the same way. They won't stress about attack, attack, attack for 90 minutes. They'll just say, keep Arsenal relatively quiet. I mean, City are the only team to me that I think 99 out of 100 times against any team in the bottom eight of home they're going to win. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're the only team where I think it is nearly impossible for people to beat them um, if they're on it, if they're playing at their best. Well, obviously, what they went a goal down against Brentford. Was it 1 0? Yeah, I watched it actually, and I, I, I'll be honest, I thought it was pretty incredible because, in, in fact, before Brentford scored, City had about eight chances. Mm, yeah, goalkeeper, the goalkeeper made some great saves. Phenomenal. And it was a good game, and Brentford gave them a really good game, especially in the first half. But I thought second half, when De Bruyne, Foden and Haaland are all clicking together, they are scary. When I was watching that, I, that, that was a moment where I thought, you know, Arsenal need luck and a miracle we don't have a big squad but when you're seeing there are no point in that game did I think City were going to suddenly drop points I agree. whereas with Arsenal when it went 1-1 with Liverpool not just because it was Liverpool I was thinking okay for us to go 2-1 up do we need another 10 chances what I found very interesting about it was one of the commentators at one point said something very interesting he said when Man City when, when Man City go um, when Man City go 1-0 down I don't worry about them. And I think that's quite interesting because they've just got that fear factor about them. Most teams might take the lead against them and then they panic because it's like... Well, that's because... Didn't they not go 1-0 down at the weekend? (laughs) Yeah, they did. Yeah, we were just talking about... Um, Cheers. Cheers, thank you. Yes, I'm back. Yeah, welcome back. Take have you been rumbling all about Arsenal are going to... I have, but I mean, looking at Man City, looking at Man City, again, you've got... Haaland you've got Haaland coming back you've got De Bruyne's back we've seen in previous season things like Champions League don't distract them how you stop them I mean we obviously have to play them so if we could beat them which is a massive if is that away or at home um, I think we've got them away I think we'll beat them at home these seasons all merge into one after a while got them away got them away and I mean, look, we've won there before when I didn't think we would. I remember Cazorla putting in a stunning performance there. Um, so you've got to beat them, but then well, you've the also end, got you to sort of have up. to beat them, don't you? In a way, there's a right, an appropriateness of, if you're going to win the league now, you sort of should have to beat Man City. That should be one of the things you have to do, really. Well, this season, this season hasn't been as um, unpredictable as I thought. I thought Chelsea would be back in it. They spent all this money, they got a good manager, they've been shocking. Same with United, I thought yeah. that would change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Spurs have been the surprise. Spurs yeah. have been the surprise. Spurs really good, and if they hadn't had all those injuries, 
you know, Madison. Yeah, 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 yeah. They could have been right in this. I mean, that you're right. That is a silver lining to a very big cloud. They're not. Well, the interesting thing with Spurs is that they are kind of bringing a, a style of football that we a gun ho kind of suicidal almost at times yeah. that we're not we haven't seen here for a while no. and it's working yeah. well, you should, except, you should against, get, except against Chelsea well you should get caught out like they did against Chelsea yeah, but you know what that was interesting that everyone forgets about a game Chelsea were playing against nine men yeah for most of oh no I haven't That's no 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 but yeah. my point is that when Chelsea took the lead with ten minutes to go mm. Tottenham had a disallowed goal with nine men or it was something where they hit the, no, the ball right. on the line or something. Yeah, it was Eric Dyer ahead of And everyone afterwards went Ange's tactics were mad. But you've got to remember that Tottenham yeah. can't defend, right? Yeah. It, so they, they had got to nine keep men. They had to play it. the high yeah. line because it was the only way they I could agree that I agree. I actually think against Chelsea, nine men defending would have worked because I don't think yeah, they look like would, a team. Well, because that was our Chelsea legend. I don't think they can keep that concentration. They've not got, though, they've not got that personnel. I think they've just got, like, they've got to do the, and it, the thing is with him that I do like, right? yeah. they went to Man City yeah. for Christmas, Tottenham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone wrote them off and said they're going to get smashed here. Yeah. And I think they had five or six of their best players out. Yeah. And he went up there and I think it was like, you know, they had like players like um, Winks in midfield. Or someone was, yes, not, was, not normal. Name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just literally played the way they played. Yeah. And they took Man City on and they got a draw. Yeah. Right? And it was like they, they just gave them a proper competitive game. Well, it's quite interesting because teams just don't know what to do. They yeah. haven't really seen it before. And it's not doing it like Man City because Man City defensively are quite solid. Yeah. Um, it's so a touch. I think Tottenham, Tottenham's shambolic thing took City out of their comfort zone. Because no one plays them like that. No one goes that. Well, the fear as an Arsenal fan, of course, is that if Ange gets his signings right which I suspect they've already started doing in January they made quite a few shrewd yeah. next season will be quite don't say that we think Werner's going to come good Werner not so, I mean it, look I, I'm not quite sure about that. that I thought I mean I assume he's changing position when Sun comes back I think he suits Angie's system he suits Werner. Angie's system yeah. he pulls pace he's not there yeah. to score goals yeah the problem yeah, is we all see him as a goal scorer yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, we liked him we liked him yeah, we had actually a lot of the players that got cleared out I was thinking more the yeah, defender they bought who was that um, was it off Juventus do you know what I think it's really about the Premier League now though right the five teams that are way ahead of everyone yeah are all got really good coaches yeah right and I think you look at the tier behind it you've yeah. got Ten Hag Moyes um, Eddie Howe they're yeah. all good coaches but yeah. they're not as I, good I think now you've got Emery you've got Emery's and you've got Arteta you've got Pep and you've got Klopp these are proper, God, he left that little club. These are proper top tier coaches yeah, and managers, yeah. right? And they know, the thing about the Premier League that I do think is a big thing now that not a lot of people mention enough. I think the tactics in the Premier League now are so advanced, right? That every team is able to adapt in every game yeah. their tactics. Yeah. And it is actually now a game of chess, right? Yeah. A lot of it. Well, did you hear? Apart from Enzo wanting to leave Chelsea, the other rumour is that apparently some of the players are complaining that Poch and the coaching staff don't spend enough time on tactics in their training. That's interesting because so I had a lot of Tottenham fans who said the same. Oh, did they? Really? Yeah, it was there. They said he has no plan B. One system. Yeah. One and system. that's your point, if, because yeah. he's not got that, then he's not going to survive based on those other teams. Well, modern football, there are loads of coaches who 15 years ago were considered the blueprint of how you coach a football team. And they're now irrelevant. Yeah. Right? Mourinho. Yeah. I mean, Mourinho now couldn't manage in the Premier League. No. I mean, I cannot believe that people are saying things like. Um, like at Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea should say. I cannot believe it. It's it like, feels like that was started by an Arsenal fan, now, doesn't <laughs> it? <laughs> or, it feels or, like something. Or like, a very drunk. 
dishevelled Chelsea supporter. To be supporter. fair, it feels like the sort of thing that Bowley would do. Yeah. Like, no, you're right. And because, because wait, hang on. Wait, you say he's been here twice and he's won the league? Because he won the league the second time he came, when he came back and even said he was irrelevant then, mind you. And he won it again. Well, the suggestion... But I again, imagine, you're right. He didn't last more than two seasons. I mean, I would four. imagine this summer everyone, Barcelona included, will probably be going for the Brighton coach. I, I think so. No. I think he looks like someone that... He's up there. He's up but there's there. young coaches. Of there's young coaches. They're really going to want... The guy at Nice, who's taking on PSG at the moment, yeah, he's yeah, only 30. Yeah. He's doing a really good job. You've got guys in Germany. Germany produces lots of innovative yeah, young yeah, coaches yeah. who are yeah. very... They come from I mean, obviously Alonso will come over at Liverpool, I imagine. Alonso will do a job somewhere, um, maybe Real Madrid even, if, if um, Ancelotti... Yeah, oh, it would be fantastic if, he, if, if Madrid go for him because Harry's got his heart set on Alonso. <laughs> well, just before he got locked up, that's what he was burbling on about on the... Because we got to answer some questions on a boat. So, well, we didn't ask him to do so it on a boat. For you very quickly that I think is worth actually thinking about right? Harry Kane left England to win trophies in Germany <laughs> right? no but this is a really important point Tottenham have got better in my view since he left they're a better ooh, team ooh, right? Ooh. they've got more and the same thing happened at Man United when Ronaldo came and the whole thing became re- reliant on Ronaldo yeah, yeah, yeah. and they became crap they were 6th, yeah, 7th yeah, yeah. in the league right? And then he left and they got top 4 again yes right? Yeah. He's gone to the Bayern Munich, and even though he's scoring 25 goals, they, still look, like they, might lose they look crap. Right? They don't look like they're going to win the they league. They look okay in the Champions League, though. But they don't look like as good as they were last season in the league. They well, are they not? Like they're not even leading. No, But my point is that I think that sometimes we become so fixated with these players, right? But actually, the, the key in football is the team. team. Brian yeah. Clough used to say that yeah. I have 11 individuals that together they build a great team. Right? Yeah. I think when Tottenham had Kane, it was like, we have to get the ball to Son. I there. mean, you do get stuck in a trap of, he's more often than not your highest paid player, maybe a captain. You do, you, you can't, oh, we're doing it at the moment with Saka. Saka's so good compared to what we've got, we don't dare to give him a rest. He's getting kicked up in the air more often because people know what to expect now. And there's just never a hint that he's going to get. I think Saka's more of a team player. He is, 100%. Like Kane. Kane doesn't press. So like, I think Ange wanted to get rid of him because I think he knew that Ange needs strikers who press, right? And they, 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 they place his way. And yeah. I think he, I think he played a masterstroke. Honest, he got money for him, got him out. Kane wanted to go. But he wasn't in the right mindset anyway. It was, it was also it was very good because he would have had a season of people saying, "When's Kane leaving?" Yeah, yeah. So he's killed all of that. Yeah. Um, but it would be funny if they don't win anything. I mean, it would be so funny if Bayern Munich don't win. And we're well, not funny on one level, but quite funny if Tottenham do win something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be not hysterical. They're, they're not going to win. Tottenham can't season. win anything. <laughs> Are they out of the FA Cup as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're they're not not um, of course, yeah. let's, let's dwell on that for a second. No. <laughs> now, let's dwell on that because, more importantly, the only actual because because of the corruption and the disgraceful way football's gone, Champions League's not you know not worth it. The Premiership's been ruined. FA Cup's a bit. We've the had too many real, episodes to try and get round to the tin pot. The only real competition matters now is the League Cup because that's the only one with proper. It's teams interesting that we've fans. started recording before you've even played Villa in the FA Cup <laughs> and you've decided how it's going to be. I'm really sure a waste <laughs> of time. Well. Really I'm so. pretty confident we're not going to be in that anymore. But on the good side, because I think um, Clock Paul was saying, because we had him on just before, funnily enough, Liverpool. Cheated their way past Fulham. He was um, he was saying he's going to struggle to get tickets. In fact, I think I saw him on Monday, and he said that. What did he say? 
You said you managed to get one ticket, you've got two kids, the poor bastards, they're both Liverpool supporters. But entertainingly, his wife is an Arsenal supporter, and apparently one of his kids was crying because mummy was chanting, so happy and shouting on Sunday. I love Paul's mum. My wife went back to clear. But the fact is, he's got one ticket, so of course, you can't let the kids go on their own because they're under 16. So he's saying he can go, and we managed, Scott managed to get our four tickets, because we were a bit worried about it, because we're so shite. Normally it wouldn't be a problem getting the cup tickets, but given Wembley Bridge isn't quite such a regular trip, so we're going. It's high-risk strategy. I think Scott's bought our tickets next to the Scousers, so right on the thing. Well, I think so the one thing enough. Chelsea fans are underestimating is that with the baggage you're taking to Wembley, well, if you I've, go a go down... Liverpool will fully expect that you're going to start booing your own players yes. and the game's over. could be unusual, that. That's and we talk about, of course, spearheaded players. It's unusual even for Chelsea supporters to boo their team at Wembley. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Well, I've got an interesting question for you for a final. As a football fan, do you not think there's a part of you that enjoys it when you're really shit? Oh, yeah. There's no, you, absolutely. You get rid of all the kind of, like... There's no real pressure. I mean, apart from little Nige, who oh, hey, like, we can't say there's no real pressure to a team that spent a billion pounds. Well, no, not yet. At least to them, fans, but to the fans. Oh, we're just going, what idiots? But not yes, to me. We were fine. Rufus came. He was fine. He was just got a load of tricks out of his dad and got to shout rude words. Piers was fine. Nigel though did have a meltdown. But that, of course, entertained us because he's just going, it's fucking There is no way Chelsea fans weren't seeing all that money spent and putting more and more expectations on their season. No, well, the first first summer, yes. But when you realise they had no idea what they were doing, they just sacked Tuchel, who is a good manager. You suddenly think, well, they're idiots. And we're kind of more relaxed about it because we thought... The atmosphere at Sanford Bridge is not stress-relaxed. Well, no, maybe I think there's a difference between my age group and maybe, maybe just... Our approach to football is slightly different. Yeah, but as but Chelsea we're not fans, as Chelsea fans, you lived through the eighties. Yes, saw them in the second. Exactly. So we exactly my generation. We've gone from shite to Champions League. So whilst it's bad, I've still had one of the best rises of football. But also, I, I'm one of those football fans that yeah. generally loves the idea sometimes, if I'm honest, of being in a stadium somewhere where you know that only the core support are there. Like yeah. all the other people have left, and it's now back to the people. Yes, will be there. We we what. stayed and went point because we've had this before about staying to the end, and it was a lot of people left. And then we looked at each other and went, "No, no this is one we have to stay for. We have to stay to the yeah, end of this because this is pay your dues." Clubs like Chelsea don't have that. They just have rich people who stay away and leave their seats empty. No, and then no, come back no, when no, you start no, winning. No, the support will you, we won't we won't have. They got support. We follow. We'll, we'll have, it will be full. I've got a lot of supporters there, but they will they'll stay. They're not some. You're right. Walk in, go. Oh, well, are we not winning the league and fuck off? But to be fair, the, the ground will always be full because we, we have got a small no, ground. No, that, as well. no, that, you you know you're on your away trips. Yeah. Like when you up to Sunderland. Yeah. Chelsea will take four. We'll still exactly. There will be the, even if they've got. I'll be amazed. If Aston Villa away. The FA Cup, we're almost guaranteed to lose that because we're good side us a bit. I'll be, I, they, I'm guarantee you, I should have checked actually if I could get a ticket, but I'm pretty sure sold out. And we, you get to the FA Cup, you get six, seven thousand like, tickets. Last season, right, we were walking the championship, winning every game yeah. pretty much, right? Every away game was sold out, Ooh. right? And half the people there, you know won't be there when you're this season when you're struggling League. a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there is a magic to the whole... Like, the the ones that count, you're right. The, yeah. I watched this thing the other day about Millwall, right? Yeah. You know that Millwall average 300 away fans a game. 
Oh, do they? So they don't have a big away no, support, and it's partly because the actual normal fans don't go, right? Because they kind of go, well, we're not going on the trips anymore because yeah, it's yeah. just full of. Yeah. And it, there's a lot of headache with it. And yeah, when yeah. they go to Leeds, they have to travel on escorted buses. Yeah. Right? So oh, they, there's a lot of yeah. like, headache that go with it. But I do think there's a kind of magic. So, so like when I went to Millwall Preston last yeah. Millwall have won one game in 12, right? Yeah, and I thought they were doing all right. No, they're, they're, they're 18, 19. Yeah. When you watch it, it's like you, you see this crowd of eight, 9,000 people yeah. and you know that these are the people that will be at this club yeah. no matter what, yeah. right? If they get yeah, to the yeah. Premier League, it'll go up to 17, yeah, 18. Yeah. And I think there is a magic to that. Yeah. There's a magic to that kind no, of... No, you're right, because we'll be going. And we will, because we, you know, we're on age and everything and we've got tickets behind the goal going since we were kids uh, well there was a point a few years ago someone said should we should we be going to the middle of the you know the view where we can see the other end instead of celebrating corners and stuff like we normally do because we've got eyesight to go and, and something like well we don't fucking come here for the view do we we come here for the atmosphere the social and everything else so we're never, we're never leaving our seats we'll be here till you know can't make it anymore and you're right there is a point about we're not and there's a few around us like that mind you to be honest now though interestingly we are surrounded by more and more youngsters because now we're a club that's got all these young kids starts <laughs> we're used to good stuff and now they're are you blaming stuff. the youngsters for the booing no no i'm not we yeah well, no i didn't boo actually i didn't i don't never boo because it's just pointless but i did quite enjoy the you but i've got movie. quite a lot of mates at arsenal who Basically, are proper Arsenal's the call. Been everywhere, mm. all over Europe. Followed them everywhere. They hate going to the Emirates. They absolutely hate their own support. Well, last what? season was the uh, first. Yeah, because they prefer the away games. Well, they, they just prefer the core support. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, I mean, last season there was an atmosphere where it felt like more different. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had the Ashburton Army, yeah. and then the ticketing system kind of changed and broke them up. But there was last season a, a more Magic, siege yeah. kind of mentality of emerging. But for many years, there was a feeling with a lot of core Arsenal fans that the Emirates was now. The but I think we suffered from yeah, we suffered from like the yeah. Wembley FA Cup thing, where it felt like we suddenly had bills to pay, and whatever happened, we had to sell tickets. So I went to the Emirates loads of times and felt in and amongst a group of supporters who were in London for the weekend buying yeah. a ticket from someone outside yeah, yeah, the yeah. ground. And I, there was definitely many games in a row where I didn't see the same faces twice. Yeah. And we def, we felt like a, a, a cheap... Well, I've Wembley. got many mates at Arsenal who sell their season tickets every week. Yeah. And they just go on the away trips. You know, they, mm. they, they, they just get to it to get the away tickets. No, because yeah. then they got the points to yeah, go yeah, to yeah. Barcelona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that will have to be the core. The away fans, you, know, you, you can't fake that. You know, no, no well, away... Yeah, you, well, if they're only going to the sunny Spanish city, you can. That's really poor. I was chatting to a West Ham mate when they, yeah. that run they had in Europe last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, look, he said, I went to whatever their ground is called, the Olympic, whatever it's called now, London. London uh, State sponsored West Stratford. Sadiq Khan Stadium. He went there, right? And then he told me that he said he went to this he went to their home ground once last season. He went on every European away trip, yeah, yeah. right? He said he absolutely had the best season ever because they're following their team all over yeah. Europe. And, and, and to be fair... 700, 800 are going every trip. To be, you feel like you're part of No, and to be fair, good. we've said this, but Pikey Paul, who's actually going to be on the show, because I did do... went to their... First time I went to their ground and they beat us, of course, this season. But he went to the final. And he said it was hysterical. And he's like my age. He came... We thought we were guaranteed we were given in the middle seats, you know, sort of neutral seats. So it wasn't neutral, full of those psycho. Was it Italian? Who did they play? 
Fiorentina. Fiorentina, yeah. 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 Absolute ultras around yeah. him. So they were sticking close to these police who were, you know, up in full body armor. But he said it was great. And there was a picture in the end with a big grin, him and his mate, big grins on the face. He said it was fantastic. And they went to a few, to be fair to them, a few away, away Europe games. Exactly. I mean, I I, and I'm pathetic in that respect because I have only been away to Bayern Munich. Well, I remember watching that final and thinking. It, it, it takes though. something for West Ham fans to oh, fucks. yeah to, to really be like in the the intimidated shadows. Well, though I think to be fair to the West Ham's world, I think they behaved pretty badly as well. Pretty sure they were throwing their own stuff back, so it wasn't all. I've, I've, I've got a question. When they scored that last minute winner, were you happy? Yeah, I can't. Even I was that. Yeah. Uh, no, because I, I, th- I genuinely think there are some clubs where I just think. And West Ham, I don't have it. Yeah, I've got yeah. a feeling. Previously, I've picked it as my one of my two top moments of last season. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes, we did talk about that, that yeah. with. with oh, no, I don't have. Funny enough, I don't. I mean, look, I dislike I've, West Ham as much as like Tottenham or Liverpool. I've yeah. got a straight. I've said it before on, on other episodes. I've been in a pub in Camden where a West Ham fan reacted badly to me cheering Gerrard's goal in the FA Cup final and said, "I'm going to my car to get my gun. Wait here." And even after that. There was something about watching them win Europe, partially from a patronising view as well, isn't it? Important, no, there was something about. I mean, I'm not really this English clubs do and die sort of thing, but an English club in Europe where the fans maybe weren't dreaming of a trophy at the start of the season. There was just something about the elated scene. What do you? So why do you not like? I think West Ham's very easy to not like. I think there's a couple of things. Yeah. My first thing is, it's been made out as this incredible achievement, right? Well, yeah, no, it was right. a made-up competition. Well, hold on a minute, yeah, right? Yeah. West Ham's annual budget yeah. will be three times the worth the majority of teams in that competition. Yeah. That's a fact. Right? Yeah, yeah. They beat Fiorentina in the final. Yeah. I think they beat Anderlecht in one of the last rounds somewhere. Yeah. The but even Anderlecht, Anderlecht won't even have a third of the budget of no. West Ham, right? With the way football's yeah, gone yeah, with yeah. the big club. They, but they, no, you're right. The money West Ham's these, top 20, I think. These leagues just don't yeah. have the same money. So I feel like it was completely overvalued how much of an achievement it was. I mean, look, Fiorentina and them are pretty similar level, I think, but you take that out and it's kind of like they beat everyone you expect them to beat. Well, well, for the first time, Callum, I think you're overthinking it. I think you're getting over... No, I'm not. Look, I, think I mean, I didn't judge it from the financial stuff. More or less, the I fact you're is... right. All of that's true, but I sort of think silly little pikeys getting all excited about winning a cup. I can't... No, but I, that my point is, uh, to finish my point, I think it became so over the top. Mm-hmm. Over, like... You know, the whole of London, East London shut down for three days and you had all these... Kind Did of, it? Yeah, it was. It was this whole yeah. festival of, like, this is an incredible thing. No, I think it there was. was a quick knees-up in some the Mad Hatter pub or something. No, it wasn't. Cared. It wasn't. There was 100,000 people out on the streets of London. Yeah. They had a, they had a, missed they, all they had a trophy parade. <laughs> no, they did. They had a trophy parade. I missed all this. I didn't even I, notice. I just, look, partly because I've got a soft spot for Millwall. So I'm I was going to say, that is what it's about. I'm like, I'm like, Millwall was still. Like, get if that. Millwall That's it, I, I was about to say, I was about to say, he's more your Millwall than your anti But I do I do think that it was... My point is true that English clubs now, apart from one or two other leagues, have got way more money than everyone else. No, you're right. Well, I I do think West Ham are top... You don't have that richest clubs. West Ham are something like top 20. Well, they did get gifted a 50,000, 60,000 stadium that they've never paid for. I mean, I didn't complicate it. They basically... They're living off sex workers. I mean, look, I didn't complicate it more than... I have more West Ham supporting friends than Fiorentina. They were happy 
they were buying extra rounds. <laughs> I thought it was right. It's a free drink yeah. in it for I'd you. I'm sure Tila guy on happy look. I know. <laughs> now you've said it, I am questioning my enjoyment. If, if they if they'd gone home happy, I'd have done a trip to Florence. And also, I don't mind. To be honest, yeah, I thought, an no, I quite, you know, Paul's a mate, he goes to the games, you know, laughable delusion about oh, so really Kids going about 66 I like Italian club. I like their mm. culture. But you're quite international, though. You yeah, go yeah. to. You go to Marseille or I something? I go to Marseille. Yeah. Like, yeah. See, that's impressive. I don't Why do Marseille out of all. I've been going there since I was three. Um, it's my second. I, I, I support Marseille. I mean, Is it not, um, any club apart from Burnley that begins with M? Is that how you go for it? If you're doing Marseille. And also, I, like, I, I, do, like I do like Middlesbrough. You've got to say weird. No, I'll tell you what, I've got. I've and also, what I've got. can I mention, slightly psycho football supporters as well. Marseille supporters are mental. Well, I am friends with their biggest ultras group as well. And so they I've are. Are time. they the ones. What did they do recently? They do something dreadful. Was they the one that had the they game? They torture bus or something. We've done a few things recently that I was proud of. One of them was we, we, we did get a game postponed where we, we one of our fans threw a thing at the Leon manager. Yeah, that was right. He cut his head open. In, on the I bus, they, they were too, on the I bus. I thought they made too much of that. I don't think he was as bad as they made out. And then the, the, other, the other one we did was um, we've had a few games recently where look we get banned every six games. So the yeah, yeah, every yeah. six games a section of the stadium will be banned, right? I think OM is one of the few clubs left in football where there's still this kind of old-fashioned magic to it. There aren't many left that you've kind of got this kind of... Oh, by the way, by the way, it's the only club in Europe where you can guarantee that if the fans don't like the manager, the manager's gone. Yes, you said this the other day, yeah. didn't you? That is... There must be some clubs in Croatia. I'm, I'm talking about the, the top-tier... Yeah, I remember, I remember because we've signed a few Croatian players in the past, and I remember players like Suka saying that you'd have ultras turn up at training, oh, yeah, yeah. tell the players to get out the kit, stand there in their pants, kind of thing, and until they apologise and say they won't play like that again, <laughs> they're not allowed to carry on training. Well, it was a very famous <laughs> it's quite story. a nice idea. It was a very famous story two Januarys ago where Burnley were about to sign a winger from Dinamo Zagreb in January called Orsic, right? Very good player apparently. Yeah. Did he score right. a hat trick against Spurs? I can't remember too much, but he 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 was packing his bags at the training ground yeah. like, in Dino Zago's training ground and turned around and one of the ultras leaders walked up to him and said you're not leaving and he went, no I'm leaving and he went no you're not <laughs> he goes I'm leaving he says well good luck with your family if you leave and that was it he didn't go right? there, there is the kind of just psychos aren't they no but also the thing is you've got to remember right? this is my point about it all yeah. especially when I yeah you you can have owner after owner after owner. You can have manager after manager after manager. You can have players after players after players. The one group of people that will always be at club Chelsea know this. Yeah, is that core support? No, right? you're right. You're right. Now I think in English football they've lost all influence. They've, yeah. they've got no influence. We have at all. no influence at all. Uh, no, you're right. And whilst I'm not entirely sure under Ken Bates we had an awful lot of influence. In fact, he Quite did funny times though, electric it? fence rounds <laughs> to but keep us off lost. the pitch. But, so we didn't have any influence then. So we're not kind of... I don't think this culture we've ever had that much influence, really. But you're right, other teams, German teams, they have big support. But the German influence. thing's more of a kind of democratic fan organised thing. Slightly, in France and Italy, it's slightly more... Slightly military, isn't it? No, in France and Italy, it's more mafia. Yeah, like, it's I mean, criminal. You know, you're not yeah. doing what we don't want, so therefore you've got to leave, right? You're right. There's a magic to that, I think. There's yeah, you're right. you're right. Now, I'm anxious, because I've just checked a quick look. This is great. 
We've got right over, haven't we? We've run. Well, we've had a couple of short weeks, so we were due extra time. And as I said to you, Cal, Rich gets so cross when it's long, so it's quite good about that as well. And we've made it this way in without talking about fantasy football. We've not said a single thing about fantasy football, which is good because I'm doing particularly badly. And I can't believe I had the wrong City players. The I, Ar- I didn't have any of the right Arsenal players again. I don't feel like I need to say much more than I've top scored for two weeks in a row. It's, it's a stupid game. I think we've established that, Stephen. Only one good at it. I, I can smell the cream rising. <laughs> Ooh, as Wayne Rooney might have said oh, on far sounds, too many occasions. That sounds the sort of thing bloody <laughs> the Harry's saying right now. Disgusting. <laughs> Listen, anything, final thoughts? I think that's quite a good one, actually. I quite enjoyed that. Well done, Callum. You brought us all sorts of places. Any other things you want to say before we go? No, we've got a weekend coming up. It'll be a busy one, I'm sure. Be a busy one. We've got a lot on. I think next Who week we'll your do boys a bit got? of fantasy. Um, oh, oh did typical Chelsea fan. Shit, no I idea. Suspect, I can't get past out Villa. I think it's away, definitely away. And it's someone that I don't think we've got much chance against. Are they in the Premier League? Yeah, but no, it's a premiership. It's a premiership game, isn't it? Oh well, I'd hope so. I'm a bit worried by yeah. your. Uh... No, yeah, we're definitely playing. I think I didn't know was it. I think we've got someone that we're not. Somebody going to that you're beat. clearly excited to yeah, play. Yeah, so we're really excited to playing that we're not going to beat. It's going to be a shambles. Crystal Palace. You are indeed. You're, you're you're the team that wrap up this weekend's fixtures. We wrap it up. Oh, we're Monday Crystal night. Campus. Actually, so that's going to be quite difficult because we go after the Monday night football. We'll go to the gate, watch it in here, and it's going to be messy. Who have you got? We're away at the Hammers. You said that. Unfortunately, yeah, right. I think you're right in calling that. Actually, I think if you win, that's that's a big one for us. It's the kind of one we slip up, and you know, it undermines everything yeah. we did against yeah. Liverpool. It's three points, still three points, and you've got no lost. Uh, City are at home to Everton, I think. Yeah, Liverpool are at home to Burnley, so you'd expect all our title rivals to be winning. I can't believe Cam's gone. We could have asked whether he thinks he's got a chance against Liverpool away. Mind you, from what you said, does it sound like? Doesn't like he does. Well, <laughs> he'll be on the hot away day. I think he appears to have guaranteed himself. I think the game at the weekend will be Luton at home to Sheffield United. I think that sounds like that's quite a big game, isn't it? It feels like it. Just that's, the atmosphere. It's yeah. the one I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. Be a, yeah. A bar Arsenal, of course. The, the atmosphere. The atmosphere will be pumped. And either, I think, is it right either of them wins? They're sort of got a momentum. Or yeah. Sheffield United in more shite than I realised. I think they're in trouble, so it's just this thing of if Luton get three points there, the likes of Everton with their points deductions are panicking. Everton will, you would assume, lose at City. Um, Yeah, you'd have thought so. It's good. Excellent. Right, well, I can't believe Callum Gorn. I was going to say thank you very much, but he's scarpered. Shall we hang for him or shall we close it? I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do something really high tech. So great. So, so we've paused that. Callum had to run to the toilet. Tiny little peanut. Well, it did bladder. go on a long time. It did well, you, Callum, kept talking. So anyway, I'd say that it was supposed to be. Thank you. Thank you very much, Callum. Good to have you on. Appreciate you. it. Steve, always a pleasure. Yeah, always a pleasure. If you can just keep your high level of happiness and positivity about Arsenal till next week. Up the arse. Don't lose it to the Pikes. 
we've got established took a long time to remember we've got the bloody Eagles at the weekend away it's actually a really interesting fixture because you've got two teams who are really on their own clubs back at the moment yeah yeah their fans have I think what you should do just for the sake of it is before kickoff swap managers yeah. Let, let Hodge well, take you know, over at we'll Palace and we take Hodgson. He's having a great time, Hodgson. Isn't he? <laughs> he's just so <laughs> nasty. He's just like, I watch him and it's like, he's looking at him and he's like, I'm a semi retired bloke going, I'm getting a big salary, I don't really know what I'm doing anymore. No. And to be fair to him, people forget last season he they saved were in a them. lot of trouble. Yeah, he saved And he them. came in and he won about five games on the spin yeah. and kept them up, right? And if that hadn't happened, the fickleness of a football fan. I mean, no, but he's, he's clearly out of his depth. He's clearly not. But there's definitely you know, got to be something. He's about eighty-four, isn't he? I mean, no wonder. But do you know what? Last night, just we go, I was watching Rangers Aberdeen, and Neil yeah. Warnock's the new manager. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> you bought stuff a lot. No, but it's fantastic because he's so entertaining. And he's one of those few managers that takes you beyond football. It's mm. like every five minutes, there's a new drama. He's having a go at the referee, then the linesman, then the fourth official. And it was brilliant. After the game, I, I said to my mate, I said, look, there's this big thing in Scotland that Rangers always get penalties, right? I said, you watch, Neil Warnock's going to come out. He's going to say something about how Rangers get all the decisions. And this yeah, is a yeah, disgrace. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, and he came out and he said exactly what yeah, I thought he said. Yeah. He said, look, you come to Ibrox, you expect to get robbed. You know, yeah, the, the officials yeah. here, they're, they're just all thieves. And then, and then you just think, welcome to Scottish football, Neil. <laughs> you know, here he is. I was surprised he took it, but he did say, I'm going to have some fun. I thought, how I see you as a manager. Furious. But we must Character. finish because we've gone into about five hours now. Thanks a lot, Thank um, Steve. Good luck the weekend. Yeah. Next good. time, are we on for next week? I'm sure we'll turn up somewhere. We'll be end up somewhere. <laughs>